0: Welcome to the Union of Egoists article cast. Here we release audio renditions of essays and books of the material we host at unionofegoists.com. Unionofegoists.com focuses on providing historical, biographical, and bibliographical details of a select few egoist philosophers and the worldview in a historical and scholarly context. Further, it is home to Der Geist, a journal of egoism. The Union of Egoists is not an advocacy site, nor is it presenting egoism in a dogmatic way. The egoism found here is historical and flourishes from Sterner, Walker, and Tucker. The following article is titled, Bankrupt Science, Mr. de Caceres on the Victories of Pyrrhonism and a Catalepsy, and was written by Benjamin de Caceres. It was originally published in The New York Sun on January 3, 1911. And now to the essay. To the editor of The Sun... Sir Mr. Gallatin's remarkable letter in this morning's sun, wherein the general bankruptcy of all scientific speculation is pointed out, is a straw which shows us the drift of a world current. Are we going back or going forward to the doctrine of the ecataleptics? This doctrine was the doctrine of the incomprehensibility of things. Pyro is the supreme ecataleptic among the ancients. Anatole France and Rémy de Gourmand are the supreme ecataleptics among moderns. All opinion will finally become heretical. To say I know will be to put the stamp of ignorance on oneself. If catalepsy is a possession, a catalepsy is a state of ultimate freedom. The brain of the cataleptic was an eye that, through an eternity of time, focused its vision in an infinite number of directions. The world to it was a whimsy. Nothing can be proven. Nothing can be disproven. Eureka! was uttered by a madman. And if this is true of science, why not of religion also? Flux and reflux, what do we know? Belief of any kind is a species of hypnosis. "'Certainty is the superstition of sensation. "'Time is an illusion,' said Kant. "'Eternity is a word,' says science. "'Each thing is only a mask for some other things, "'infinite veils. "'Names are the tags we put on incomprehensible objects. "'There is a Rabelaisian hilarity on the face of nature, "'as if it would say, "'Presto, behold me, behold me not, "'whatever is, is not. "'That is my supreme jest. "'Pyrrho and Montaigne arrive at ecstasy, "'the ecstasy of indifference,' They lived in a world without longitude or latitude. The I think, therefore I am of Descartes would have been written by Pirot. I think, therefore I think I am. At the touch of this prospero of negations, the dogmas, religious and scientific, that we have nuzzled to our bosoms turn to fantastic mockeries. If Shakespeare created a world, Pirot and Montaigne destroyed a sidereal system. Only the absurd is true whispers Satan into the ear of St. Anthony in Flaubert's great dream poem. The senses lie, the brain lies, the heart lies, consciousness lies. How do we know they lie? Because another lie proves it. Man, the eternal Sancho Panza, on his ass of certitude, in the retorts of the brain of the supreme skeptic, cosmologies and gods are melted. He puts his finger on death and says, Not proven. He puts his ear to the heart of life, thundering in its gargantuan hulk of matter, and says, Thou art only a seeming. Crescent and cross, scarabee and dragon are fused and evaporate in the mighty menstruum of this alchemic mind. One folly is pitted against another folly. One monstrous illusion rises to comfort another monstrous illusion. Mr. Gallatin's reasoning solves the universe. The iron gates of God are papier-mâché. Plato's eternal ideas are plaster Paris. The celestial seralios of Mohammedanism are sacrosanct pigsties. The mansion in the skies is in cinders. The first cause of theology is a metaphysical spite wall. The ego of the romantics is a huge dummy, swollen taut with flatulent German metaphysics. Anarchism, socialism, agnosticism, all isms are merely mirage, the affabulations of temperaments. They are the passing incarnations of the incomprehensible, the yawns of Maya, the god of illusions. If then we are bankrupt in intellect and faith, what attitude? While the battle rages, the ecataleptic polishes a spyglass. He belongs, then, to no army. He is not interested in victory or defeat, only the spectacle and chance. His brain is ascetic, his eye alone is gluttonous. He is at Troy, at Waterloo, at Gettysburg. It is all the horseplay of ants on an unimportant star, and Aristotle, Plato, Nietzsche, Schopenhauer, Spinoza, Hobbes, Leibniz, Pascal, and Hegel. They are interesting but unimportant, like life itself. According to Mr. Gallatin to know will be the cardinal heresy, Ah, this little man who comes all a-huff into the world and solves the riddle of being. This self-constituted aide-de-camp to the infinite. This sculpted piece of protoplasm who, with arms akimbo, budgets his prejudices into the ears of the Sphinx. The smile on the face of this ironic nihilist, the Peronian skeptic, is a smile that is more terrible than the grief of a world. He is the grand dissociator of ideas, the surgeon of illusions, a snow that blankets all growing things, Anatole France, before his descent to socialism, and Rémy de Gourmand are the modern prophets of this creedless creed. With the bare bodkin of incredulity they have slain the idolons of the ages. What do I know? asks Montaigne. Just that, answers enigmatically Pyrrho from his tomb. Benjamin de Casseres, New York, January 1st.